welcome all of you out there listening to the single greatest pro wrestling podcast on the entire planet. I am your number one bub, Kenny Oak, joined with, as always, by the late, great Chris Harris. Chris, how are you? Late at Metaphor, not metaphorically. <laughs> Metaphor. Just, <laughs> uh, I'm not late. I'm not dead. It's a show, um, but you are great. Yeah, I am here, Bubs. I'm excited to discuss some wrestling with you. You're my best friend, and yes, super best friends. I'm ex- or Bubs. I'm excited to get into this a little bit. I got my drunk commentary uh, accessories with me, as do you. So I'm trying to make it grow best of this. Because it's not angry. It's wicked. On the phone earlier, we talked about you picking up respectable drinks, and then you come home. I got some apple brandy. Rose-flavored um, water chestnut so drink. If you just try it, you will hate how much you love it. Okay. And I am expecting that sponsorship soon. Uh, so That's the next one. <laughs> It is. Um, I see you are wearing one of our newest sponsors shirts right now. I am. I am repping proud Manscaped, Bubs. Yes. Your balls will thank you. I know that for that. They they do. Their products are nice. And I know you've tried them out as well. Is that right? I have, absolutely. And the reason for that is because Manscaped is the number one brand when it comes to men's below the belt grooming all right and that can't be stated enough i love manscaped i love the products that they provided to us especially the lawnmower 2.0 it has been so easy to go ahead and and do a little trimming up downstairs if you know what i mean bubs uh used to be hard living you know taking a straight razor down there you know maybe big old clippers and shears it just makes a mess down there, but not with the lawnmower 2.0. It's nice and smooth, and my balls are very thankful. And uh, none of us have to use a straight razor anymore. And if you guys, if you guys, I like to get real smooth. Yeah, that's that's some smoothness for you. If it if it's done right, it's done right. I understand that. If you guys want to take advantage and check out some of the products as well, obviously go to manscaped.com. Use our promo code elbow e l b o w to get 20% off everything. And you're going to get free shipping. So a lot of stuff on there. A lot more than just the lawnmower 2.0, of course, and its revolutionary technology. But go to the website, manscaped.com, check it all out. Use the promo code ELBOW, E-L-B-O-W. A lot of wrestling to talk about, Bubs. I think we're ready to get into some of that. So what do you want to talk about? (laughs) Well, um, barring technical difficulties, I would love to talk about. Assuming, yeah. Yes, assuming we can get through an episode without some kind of issue. Um, Why don't we just go ahead and jump into the start of it all? And, of course, Monday Night Raw. We had Friday Night Live, SmackDown on Fox 2.0380. But the biggest talking point, which we will get to, was the debut of what is what I'm being told is the greatest wrestling promotion of all time. And they just produced what was probably the greatest pro wrestling show of all time. So I'm pretty stoked to talk about that. Am I right? Or that's what I'm hearing. A lot of people are telling you that they want you to believe a lot of those things. And now part of those statements the internet said about Wednesday were true. Some of them were heavily exaggerated, and I think we'll be able to break some of that down because there are some people that live in a fantasy world that are heavily blinded by things, and it's going to be a great yes. talking point, and next week will even be more telling than what would happen two days ago, Bob. I think so, yes. I was never sold on the fact that the very first episode was going to be gra- groundbreaking. Hmm. There's just too much that they have to do to get started, but... First, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. What did you think of the show? Did you go back and watch it? Do you have some uh, something that that stuck with you f- 
from this episode? The, the only piece that stuck for me really was the Brock Lesnar piece. And that's the ending, really, with mm. him and Dominic and Ray. The beginning. That was the very first segment. Okay, then it was the first segment. You're right. So bookends then this week for Brock, beginning and end then yeah. for him. That's the only Good for him. He needs the rub. Uh, sure, give it to the guy that needs it. Um, <laughs> it was the season premiere of Raw, so I, I don't know what that means. I never have, nor have I cared, but that it was big because it's a big week for wrestling, big week for WWE now that they have to split a little bit, but it did... It took some steps slightly for Hell in a Cell. It took some steps for Saudi Arabia, I guess, coming soon. For, I believe for Halloween. Lots of lots of money. Yeah, and then the Brock Lesnar piece. So outside of that, I wasn't overly impressed with what Raw was doing, but I like you can you can see some of the changes, not necessarily with the rosters or anything like that, but production-wise and the idea that we're getting Pyro, Pyro back is Pyro a big deal. is back. That is, is fun. Very but, fun. So that was fun, but I was no, nothing really. The needle was the needle stayed, Bubs, for Monday. The, the needle did not move. Okay, I tend to agree with that sentiment. Um, I do not think the needle was moved much at all. Um, I did love that segment though with Brock and Dominic. I thought it was really well done. I thought that it portrayed Brock as an absolute monster, and I thought it was the perfect setup to, I guess, Rey Mysterio costing Brock Lesnar his match at SmackDown Live. Right, that was the expectation that we built. Yeah, and hopefully we get to that. Uh, Hopefully that's what happens when we talk about SmackDown Live later. Uh, But other than that... Anything involving heavy machinery, I'm a fan of. Yep. Uh, For Otis and, yeah. Yes. They make me smile. Anything, as far as the needle moving for you, Ric Flair and Hogan type of stuff? I didn't even watch it. It didn't do anything for me. But what what are you hum-hawing about with that statement? No, not was there the Was there anything there that made you? No, no. It's just the, the continued use of of both guys for I was over Flair and Hogan at Bash at the Beach nineteen ninety four. That's <laughs> how long I've been over the whole Hogan Flair thing. Dates don't sound right. Um where's my phone? Uh, you, have to check you talk out yeah Google. But um both of them being back in the ring, ideally to what we're seeing is Flair versus Hogan again from what we saw in Impact years ago. But basically each each of them coming up with teams as we head towards. Just gonna um, let that sit there. The Arabia, good for you. Good for I that. know my that stuff, Bob. I wouldn't want to hang with you in '93 or '94, '95 wrestling anywhere because those were not good no. years for wrestling. They weren't, now, but I, I have a wealth of knowledge in that time frame. I can talk about '89 November WCW specifically. <sighs> I know much. someone else who can too. Yeah. But that's for another topic. <laughs> what, what we're getting is another offshoot of what we that's our next that is our next tournament bracket it's the best months in years (laughs) in wrestling november 89 uh november 3rd through the 28th that's a one seed for sure in my opinion all you bubs out there have no context of what we're talking about we'll 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 slowly peel the onion back on that over time if if as long as i know that the person that is not listening i will bring that they would take it personal but uh saudi arabia that's the team it's going to be a team versus team thing they're going to pick their fives you know it's going to change over the next couple weeks i I imagine the thrones before we get you know yeah before we get solid five on five or whatever it's going to be that's for money don't we already have a pay-per-view that's completely dedicated to a five on five team format oh like next month like in november yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's one of the big four. Yeah, some stuff that occurs. Yeah. So, it's more like the big two and a half. But that was it for Monday. I, I was not overly yeah. impressed, Bubs. And as far as the start of the big wrestling week, the biggest wrestling week in the world, as a lot of us have called it, and I don't, I'm not disagreeing with that, Monday didn't really oh, shoot it up the ladder so quickly for us. It was really the big news was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And what took place Wednesday night. 
which was, of course, and you want to talk about needle moving. This is the biggest needle moving point that I'm about to bring up. Tommaso Ciampa returned to NXT television. I'm just that I'm it. I'm done. Put a period That's at, all. at the end of that. I'm going to let you make your statement that you've told me several times about that thing here in a little bit about um, what okay. he, what he could have been because we'll get into that. But yes, <sighs> Wednesday, NXT. You know how I feel about him. NXT's third week on USA. And AEW's debut on TNT yes. Dynamite. Oh yeah, that's what happened. That's, that's, that's right. the other show that occurred. So, Bubs, the numbers were the numbers came out yesterday on the viewership. The fans have been responding, of course. The IWC is working themselves over. And here you and I sit in the middle. They have to, worked themselves into a major shoot. We're trying to brother mediators in all of this, and it's very difficult with the content that we're given. Yes. But we're fighting through it. So, firstly. Let's start off with the tried and true brand. I want to talk about NXT first because NXT okay. was the better show that it happened was, on Wednesday. And it was definitely the better show from all around. Right. And what we're what we're not going to do every week is we're not going to sit here and talk and break down every show every week in and week out. But the reason we're talking about yeah. Wednesday specifically is because Wednesday was a very big day for wrestling. NXT versus AEW. It's a it's a real thing. It's worthy conversation. There's important stuff there. But yes. as far as competition goes, this was the first one-on-one, the first face-off. So this is why we're going to break it yes. down. And NXT leads off with Matt Riddle and Adam Cole. And if you didn't watch the match, you missed the match. The yes. Shit, the shit was great. And you're talking about Adam Cole, who's one of the top wrestlers on the planet. And he has been for a little while. And then Matt Riddle, who's one of the one of the best up and coming stars in the industry, and you you put those two in a match, not only in a match, but in a match with the stakes of the the championship, the heavyweight championship on the line. And right there, you have the makings of what would be an amazing main event, mm-hmm. but instead. Brilliantly, NXT puts it on as its first match. Now, I was in the corner of... I was in the section of people that watched AEW over NXT. Or I started with AEW and switched back and forth there in commercials and lulls and action. So I did not... I did not see the Adam Cole-Matt Riddle match live as it happened because I was watching Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Guevara. That's it. I'll take your word for it. Not a big fan of that guy, but I thought it was... I liked that match. That was a good match. Cody was much better in ring than he has been. So, you and I have been well documented uh, mediocre likers of Cody, Cody in the ring <laughs> for a while, to include his stuff at Wrestle Kingdom. So we can't sit here and I say was, that we. I bashed him so shit. hard. But uh, that match is very well done. Cody's pace is very um, traditional. Methodical. Yep, but he's a very he's he's a slowish worker who works a very traditional style. So that kind of aids, and he can work Which with is, a lot I, of people. Yes. And I was in the category of. I watched both at the same time, meaning my laptop and TV were on, but I, I had not. I had the TV with the sound on on the AEW, and I had NXT basically on mute as I just watched it from the screen. So I was watching AEW right. because. So you were watching AEW, and, and I think a fun drinking game for next week would be you take a shot or a drink every time Jim Ross mentions. That they are TV fourteen. Uh, I would have been. Because that happens so much. Did we say bastard on TV? <laughs> well, we're fourteen. I guess so. we, we're TV fourteen. I guess we can, Shivani. You know, give it to Jr. Though, putting out information out there for the viewers to let everyone know it's a fourteen product, and we can. I love Jr. I thought that, and we're not going to break down each and everything on. These, on these shows. 
All right, I'm just going to give general statements now. Because as of right now, I'm sure everyone listening to this has watched both AEW and NXT. I have both recorded, and I've watched both throughout the week while watching AEW Live. AEW put on a very solid pro wrestling show. Do I think it was the best show I've ever seen? Absolutely not. Do I think it was the best show of the week? No, not even close. But for a debut show where there's so much that has to be done because you don't have a dedicated audience yet, You've got your hardcore fans, but they make up such a small portion of that 1.4 million viewers. So there's so much catching up that you have to do. You have to introduce all of these characters. Mm -hmm. You have to introduce all of these storylines. Now, I really enjoyed the night before the kind of preview show that they had on TNT, and then they replayed... 30 minutes before the show started on True TV, I thought that was extremely well done. And it got me hyped for the show, and it made me decide I'm watching AEW over NXT tonight. Just because I have to be a part of potential history. Mm -hmm. So overall, I thought the show was solid. I'd give it a B. I thought it was really good. Had, Had solid matches. Had a... Very, had a surprise in the women's uh, championship match. I I thought Nyla Rose was going to win for sure. Yeah, so did I. It's very hard to believe that Rio can beat anybody. She's like 90 pounds. Yes. But it is. I, we're, we're I, thought for, I thought Nyla would have been the, the, the perfect choice to be the first women's champion. I thought they were going that route for those purposes. Yes. Yeah. And it would have made a ton of sense. Yep. It would have absolutely have made a lot of sense, but they didn't. It was they surprised us. Mm-hmm. So, and you had some. It wasn't the best show I've ever seen. I'm just gonna say that, but I don't want that to sound like I'm hating on it, because I thought it was still a good show. Mm-hmm. I don't know half of these people, so it it'll take time to learn who all of these individuals are and to get behind them. And until then, I have to say that NXT was definitely the better show of the two because of that continuity. We know all the people. We know all the storylines going in. So everything felt big. Yes. So when, when, when Balor comes out, it's a big deal, right? And yes. not to hate on the idea or the surprise of Jake Hager, but it's not as big of a, of a surprise, mm-hmm. although it was a surprise. It was unexpected to most of us, for sure. Valor and a returning Tommaso Ciampa is a, is a bit of that a... That was much movie. bigger. That was much bigger. And, and we're talking about... if And people are saying that the signing of Jake Hager is a, is a dagger in the heart of WWE... Absolutely not. They released him unceremoniously a few years ago. To allow him to pursue other dreams. Yes, because they wished him luck in his future endeavors. Like, it wasn't contentious um, because he wasn't a major part of the show. He was a one-time world heavyweight champion. And he was under... I wouldn't even say underutilized. He wasn't utilized because I don't think he had great talent, so I don't think this was a huge get for AEW. Chris Jericho was a huge coup for AEW. That was a needle mover. This, not so much. Moxley's was was better than this, so I mean, had they... Yes, him too. See, I've already forgotten about him. Had they been willing to wait on Moxley, which, I mean, they couldn't have, this would have been an ideal spot for Moxley, but they wanted to use him for double or nothing, so... There's value in that, but uh, it's still good. I think Hager's got a lot left in the tank. Obviously, the dude is still, you know, in that prime area oh, yes. where he's going to be the big. He can be the big nasty heel if they want him. The dude's huge, so there's tons of potential there. And the needle didn't move with him, but that entire ending segment, Bubs, is really where I think they made their money. When I 
when I think that they established who the heels were in this, this episode. Yes. They did a tremendous job, I think, in establishing, spending the entire episode establishing who all of the heels were. So now we know, now we have an understanding, at least a preliminary understanding of who all the bad guys are. Now they're going to need to spend the next week or two establishing who all of the heroes are. Absolutely. Obviously, we have Cody Rhodes right now. Um, other than that, Hangman Page, other than those two, who are their big heroes? It's, we don't know just yet, but but we'll find out, hopefully, within the next week or two. Mm-hmm. But in in toll the, the the card was nice i mean it was it wasn't jam-packed full of things they they didn't do you know 10 matches thank god there was some chance for for some promo work for some guys to, to show themselves a couple quick matches things like that but they are overloaded with heels right now and it's not necessarily a bad thing but and we, we well no you have to establish that right we're forgetting that sean spears wasn't even on the tv this week and he's a he will be a heel so yes. they need to – we'll see that over the next couple of weeks to identify who the, who the good guys are so we can actually get something going into full gear because they're already, of course, promoting full gear for next month. But on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, we know who all of the good guys and bad guys are in NXT, and they were able to shine throughout this entire episode. Mm-hmm. You had, of course, your heel champion and Adam Cole. Uh, with a big win over Matt Riddle, then he was confronted by a returning conqueror of NXT, Finn Balor, which I think this is where he belongs. Like NXT is just Finn Balor is NXT, and NXT is Finn Balor. Um, so that's exciting to see. Um, but to me, the biggest part of NXT was the return of the Blackheart Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa's, his absence hasn't been necessarily missed because Cole and Gargano have been doing very well with that title when, for, for once he left. But the idea of him you know, having to leave due to injury and what he was doing during that heel run, Bubs, and the matches with Gargano, there's... Maybe the greatest heel run... That we've ever seen. There's, there's not something missing, but there's something more that we all want from Champa and whomever he decides to have feuds with. Whether that be Adam Cole, I don't know, because that's kind of heel on heel. I don't know if we're going to see that right away. But Champa's a big deal, and we need to treat him like a big deal. And his return is great. It's great timing, for one, because they're going to need... NXT will need a lot of all-hands-on-deck type of stuff. You can't just have a great Adam Cole match, an amazing vignette promo from The Dream, and a good women's match to carry the show every week. It's not going to be enough. So now that they're kind of back, having the roster kind of full of the guys that they want and adding a Finn Balor, I'm liking what they're doing. I'm a big fan of the steps that they're taking, and... They're definitely, when it comes to quality, they're in the driver's seat because they have the top stars. They have the ongoing feuds and storylines that we have been invested in. So they kind of have the upper hand there. But, and I wish so much that about a year ago, a year and a half ago, that NXT would have been on the USA Network. Because we did get one of the greatest heel runs of all time with Tommaso Ciampa. And what makes it one of, if not the greatest heel run of all time, is that it took place in this era. This era of the ultra smart you know where everyone knows absolutely everything going on and they don't react accordingly yet Tommaso Ciampa got legit heel it was nuclear heat it was for a time absolutely he came out 
to no music. And he was just booed out of the 15,000-seat arena. Do you remember when that happened? How? I absolutely remember. he's walking out to no music and how that made us, like... We were either on the phone with each other or Skyping each other as it happened, and I was losing my mind. Because it was just because this was taking place. The crowd was the booing noise. This was taking place in this era, Bob. Like that is what is amazing about it. Now, if if NXT would have been on USA, if they would have had a national audience during that feud of Ciampa and Gargano, I one thousand percent wholeheartedly believe that Tommaso Ciampa and, by proxy, Johnny Gargano would be the biggest star or stars in all of wrestling right now. They would be household names, and NXT would be... There would be no competition between NXT and AEW. And we can't go back in time now. That, That has taken place, but we just... We can't forget that that ever happened. I don't think that Regal and Triple H realized what they were going to have or what they had in their hands at the time to really no. fully exploit that because I don't know if even Ciampa and Gargano knew that they had it within themselves to do all that stuff that they did. They were the talk of pro wrestling for several months for all of those matches, for the feud itself, for, you know, because it went from how great the DIY story was and how we all loved that. Yes. Because they were a tag. We loved them. We never really thought it was... about them as separatists. We've all seen, you know, Johnny Gargano has a well-established indie career that people follow, of course, but we liked DIY, and then they separated and started doing their own thing, and we didn't know how to take it and, and run with it. But they did, and we were we were blown away as fans. So you, I don't think that anybody knew that it was going to be that amazing when it happened, and it's unfortunate because, it, like you said, it could have been a thousand times bigger if we kind of had the, the 2020 vision on at the time. Yes. I mean, if ever two people deserve the Fight Forever chant, right. it is those two. And I absolutely, because of all that, I am forever a Tommaso Ciampa fan. He can turn face right now, and I would be 100 million percent behind him. So, in all of that, NXT has an almost unfair advantage going up head-to-head against AEW. Now, what AEW has on their side is the excitement of the unknown. We don't know how it's going to turn out. We don't know who's going to be what. We don't know what's coming next because there's no precedent set. So each week, at least for the first couple months are going to be pretty exciting because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know Cody Rhodes' booking style mm-hmm. for weekly television. We don't know who the, the the tag team champs are going to be. We don't know who the heavyweight champion is going to be in the next couple months. Right. Like So much could change because we just don't know. Like with the WWE, we've We've watched it for so long. Even NXT, we've seen it for so long that we can kind of guess and predict what's going to happen. With AEW, we have zero to go off of. So because of that, it has that excitement factor to it. They have the advantage of having like a, a different template that we don't really know what it looks like. So they're going to have our attention for a while because we want to see something new. We want to see if... They are as edgy. Do I have your attention now? Or as different as Cody claims that they're going to be because we do want something a little bit different. It's nice to get something refreshing or to say, you know, that they do something just different than what NXT is and you can get, you can fill a lot of, you know, voids with that that you're not getting from wrestling. So until we see a pattern from them, which may take a while, they're going to have our attention until they start putting on some shit if they ever do. And if they end up, you know, blowing everything out of the water, it's because they've done something great. Their template is good, and we've all kind of gotten behind it. But don't expect a 1.4 next week because some people aren't going to watch. You might see. No, I'm sure there was quite a bit of people that that 
happened to tune in because they were watching their favorite, you know, Law and Order rerun or whatever was playing. I don't remember, but um, there could be a lot of people that watched it and said this this isn't for me. Yeah. But there also could be a lot of people that watched it and say, hey, maybe, hey, friend, why don't you tune in next week? This is this is kind of cool. Yep. Or hey, I watched cool. this AEW. I watched this AEW instead of, and they're, they're kind of like WWE, but it's not. So, you know, you know, why, why don't we we watch that next week? So it could go one or two ways. Yeah. The numbers could go way down because people watched it and are like, this isn't really for me, or the opposite. People watched it said, I kind of dig this. I'm going to get other people to watch it. So. It's one of those things. It's going to be a week by week thing for a while until they get into a groove and we kind of see the stable numbers right. that they pull. One point four is not going to happen again. One point four million, I don't think, is going to happen again for a while. But we'll see. We don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited. I'm going to tune in because they left me curious. It was a great ending. Like I said, the best part of it was the beginning and the end. Some of the stuff in the middle. Even with, I mean, I'm a fan of Pac. He's, he's great in the ring. And I'm I am trying too. to figure out Hangman Page. I just haven't yet. But. I don't get him or what their plan is with him. And I've never really been a fan of his ring work. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. But there's time and there's some dudes. I want to see more Sean Spears. I was a, I'm was a big 10 Ty Dillinger fan. So when he decides... I want to see... Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian because I grew up watching them. Yep, I'm down for that. So when they start putting these guys kind of out there consistently and we can really get behind some storylines, because we don't we have a lot of main event storylines right now. The, the tag team stuff is not so much a storyline. There's some stuff with Cody, of course. There's Moxley and Omega. That's going to develop. That's good stuff. But uh, it's Brandon Cutler, I guarantee you, yeah. is going to get a big win at some point. That's, in the next Brandon Cutler, year. Casey Cutler, some something Cutler, something lower mid card first name. Jason J Cutler. That's a that's a football player. Yeah, and or power lifter, whatever. Yeah, that's right. But, I get um, those two confused all the time. Me too. When someone references Jay so Cutler, similar. I'm like, do you mean the big one or the quarterback? Who are we discussing? So it's always hard to <laughs> the find the big right one or the idiot. Kind the right context. But I loved it. I'm going to tune in next week because I want to see kind of the babyface revenge from this week that, that occurred. Yes. And if if anything's going to draw me back next week for NXT, it's because Tommaso Ciampa's there. And, Ciampa, Ciampa. And Cole is there and Dream is there and all my dudes are there. Johnny Wrestling and Balor and Riddle. And I'm slowly getting into Candice LeRae a little more and more, so... Shane McMahon is looking for employment. Shane is out of a job. So, so he's, speaking of which, so big transition, Bob, big angle. Yes. The best show of the week just happened. That's what we in the business call a segue. The best <laughs> show of the week happened about an hour. It ended a little over an hour ago, Bob. We were watching. It, it was, was a solid show. It was the season premiere and the debut of SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown on Fox, and the production was different. The feel, it was. The feel was different. I felt that. At one point, Michael Bay was directing and producing because there was a lot of down-up angles. and mm. been a lot of fireworks. Yes. Roman, of course, got pyro for his <laughs> entrance. He was the only person. But Brock didn't even get pyro. Mm-hmm. But Roman got it. Um, but yes, this was a fun show. And SmackDown has it good because it's only a two-hour show. Yes. So you can have a, a, a much more fun show with SmackDown than you can with Raw. Correct. And you had The Rock show up and have a great segment with Baron Corbin and Becky Lynch. Love Becky it. Lynch hit Corbin with the It Doesn't Matter, which got a pop out of me. Ah. Um, Corbin's going to get chant, STD chanted at him for the foreseeable future. I like that. That hurts him a bit, Hobbs. I, I don't like it the does. corniness of that. I was not a fan. Hopefully people don't remember that. But Corbin got made to look like a major 
heel star. Love it, Bob. I'm tired of people not getting on this train. I'm a big fan of Corbin. I have been for a while. King Corbin is going to be great. The entire, the, the last week, the SmackDown show has been built up a lot around all their Hall of Famers, basically. They've been, they billeted like 15 names, and not many of them got involved, so that was actually better than I thought. Some of them were just sitting in the crowd, doing some waves here, there. Rock was in the ring, though, to do his stuff. We got to see pay-per-view quality match between Shane and Kevin Owens. For that was a really good match. My Lily, and if those listening, that's my six-year-old daughter, just, she was appalled by what Shane McMahon was doing. She also was just like, why is he breaking the table? Like, why is he jumping on him on the table? That Shouldn't he be climbing a ladder? And I was like, yes. Good logic. That is what he should be doing. But we got it on free TV. Very excited to see that. Um, He got hit with the your fire. Yes. Of course. So overall, it was a very big feel for for SmackDown, and that's going to fade. This was the first one, of course, but it, it felt huge. There was crossover appeal with Tyson Fury. There was football appeal yes, with some the of these. Gypsy King was there, and sports he announcers jumped the barricade. He did, and he's taller than Braun Strowman. So I, he's a huge man. Tyson Fury is huge. And a lot of stuff happened, and it's it wasn't overwhelming. It was a it was, fun show. I enjoyed fun. It ended so fast. Before I knew it, they were like, and your main event's coming up. I was just like, what time is it? Yeah. It's like 7.45, right? No, it's already 8.45. And they did. We got a great build to finish off the build, basically, for Rollins versus The Fiend. And Nakamura didn't have to take a loss, nor did Rollins, so that was fun. And and another great Firefly Funhouse. So that kind of did a little build for Sunday. A fun... I, I believe it or not, we had a fun lumberjack match. Sure, didn't hate it. That Daniel Bryan I, I didn't. Yes, for now. I think come Sunday, spoiler alert, he, he teams with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Uh, they continue to build that stable. Yes, Bludgeon Brothers. How good Daniel would that Ryan? be? Uh, well, they need they need a leader. Those two are not good without a leader. They need a leader like you need a better mount for your microphone so you don't have to hold it with your fingers and make noise. That's what they need. Oh, I'm playing with that's I I touch things that I shouldn't touch. A problem of mine. I get into a lot of trouble that way. Uh, Bubs, what I'll stop we, touching. What's the big takeaway from Friday for you, though? The biggest thing. Aside, we talked about presentation. That's one thing. That's a big deal. But as far as wrestling significance, what happened about an hour and a half ago or so that you really liked or hated? Well, I absolutely hated, hated the main event. I don't hate it. I looked forward to it all week because I thought it was going to have a good story told. I thought there was gonna it was gonna at least be competitive. Um, but what we got was, in my opinion, the most anticlimactic title change of all time. For such a strong champion. He's in the moment. Let him go. There was Kofi has been built to be such a strong champion. Very strong. Only to just get it taken away from him in five seconds. Three seconds? Five seconds. Match was five seconds long. Okay. So at the moment, after the three count, I was absolutely angered. And then Rey Mysterio's music hit and I go, hmm. I feel like that's about 10 seconds too late. Yeah, it should have happened. He, right? he should have come out, distracted Brock, and got the win. But, okay. so he comes out, two people come out, and I go, man, Dominic looks a little bigger than I remember him being. Same thing that I thought when his music And I was up, like, did he cut his hair too? Did he shave his head and he's shirtless with a chest tattoo? It took me a little bit, and then it clicked. Oh my God! It is it's Kane Velasquez. Velasquez, big pop. The guy who pop. the look on Brock's face was priceless. Brock, he sold it brilliantly. Brock is good at what he, he does. He sold it brilliantly because if you don't know, Kane Velasquez is the guy that dethroned Brock in very dominating fashion. 
first round, no? Yes, it was a first round TK. It was not a competitive fight pushed at shit. all. He did. That was years ago. Uh, but, yeah. So that was a tremendous bit of storytelling there. So I have to give WWE credit for that. Um, I still wish that it would have happened mid-match to help Kofi get a win, but I'll, I'll have to get over it because this was turning out to be a great title run for someone that deserved it. Yep. And he did have a great run. And I'm not... The fact that he lost doesn't upset me. It's how it happened that upsets me. Right. In five right. seconds, that's absolute... That, to me, that's bullcrap. And I'm very disappointed in that. There is value now in that same the same opening sequence happening but Kofi being allowed to kick out of one F5 because the F5 has has lost some of its protected status mostly to Roman obviously but considering how strong Kofi has been and you want that crowd to react a certain way let him kick from one and he has to go down to the other relatively quickly I never thought that he would get squashed but I can't no one's believably going to think he's going to beat Brock clean so I think they need, yeah. they wanted to move quickly and they had to kind of back hook quickly too because there was about 12 minutes left when they started this match in the in the entire right. segment of the of the show left so it had to end quickly I never thought it would well, happen because no. he's been booked so strong since April and I, so I love everything that they did post match and but I will I will forever hate the fact that they did that to Kofi, that they ended his reign like that. I will forever be upset about that. I'm sorry. But now... It's not your fault. What? what do we, does anything happen Sunday now? Do, is Kane Velasquez going to be in a cell with Brock? No. that's okay. It's okay. too late for that. Um, Brock's not even going to be on the card. Um, so it'll, this, so this pay-per-view will be headlined by The Fiend then. That, that, this will be his yes. pay-per-view then. Yes. And do you think that The Fiend comes away as Universal Champion? Nothing. We have me. long said that... Huh? We have long said that Bray Wyatt is someone who doesn't need a title. But now he's got an opportunity for one. I so it right down our throats, Bubs. Like, what happens? There's no believable way that, especially in a cell match, that Rollins can win. But what I do think is a possibility of when I started thinking about this is that if they don't, if he, if the Fiend doesn't need the title, then he does destroy Rollins in that ring. He does grab the belt and he leaves the belt laying there in the ring and or on top of Rollins and just walks away as the winner but not acknowledging any of the championship or anything like that because neither Bray in the uh, Funhouse segments or The Fiend has have made any mention of the title in any way, like that he wants it or that he needs it. So I don't think... So, that what if what if he just does exactly what you say, just destroys him, lays, lays him out, and then just leaves? Like, no pin, nothing. He just walks out. Seth gets declared the winner... Right, uh, be, be, by be technicality, no, no contest then type of finish. Yes. Right, there's value in that I think because it would, it would one add question marks to Seth Rollins' title reign, which means more people would have a chance at it, or they would vacate the title, because we need I think we need to move away from Rollins for a bit, and it would keep the dominance of the Fiend, but keeping him separate from the title itself because that title changes its kind of mystique if it goes around the Fiend character from what they've built it as. It's been around. Brock, it's been around Rollins, it's been around Balor, it's been around kind of wrestlers, right? There's been no gimmicks that have touched Roman and Roman. So I don't know if they want to put what this, you know, their newer Universal Championship still still has a fresh scent on it in a way around him, and they can keep him saying that you know he doesn't need any of those things. He's just here to destroy all these people in his path. I I get what you're saying. But I could see Bray using the title in Firefly, Firefly Funhouse segments. Mm -hmm. 
I can see him holding the title as a legitimate monster champion and holding it for an extended period of time to build up a proper babyface to take the title from him. But I love that idea of him just destroying Seth Rollins and just leaving. Yep. Like literally, I mean, wrecking shop, having his way, making Rollins look not weak, but weak in the ring because they need to make him take a step down from the top of the tier where he's sitting and we need to put somebody else up there on the top of Raw because Brock is going to be a SmackDown commodity now. So yes. who, who's the new top Yowie guy? Wowie. Who's the new top guy on Raw? Right. But Bubs, Bray Wyatt is making rounds on media outlets. He is. He's, as he's as the Firefly. Yes. So I could see that character having some mainstream appeal to it. Because we live in a world where horror movies are the biggest box office draws. Right. You know, we just had It Chapter 2 come out. Like, we as a society love horror, and he is just one of the best horror characters that we've ever had yes. in wrestling. And I hope they continue to capitalize on it, and I do not want him to be drafted in the draft next week by either brand. He should not be touched, he should not be mentioned in the draft, because it makes him seem like a wrestler. I don't want that. Okay, but he has to be on the Why? show. He has gone back and forth since he's debuted the character on both shows. True. His mystique has been he can know. pop up anywhere. So why? It works so well. I know. I don't so, know. And that comes that comes with the problem though. If I if I like that, that means he can't be the top guy on Raw. So then, who are we talking about making the top guy on Raw a Universal Champion type of thing? Could it be Braun? Who are the top guy? I don't. Braun. Braun was on SmackDown Seth, tonight, so it's hard to say. Um, because we don't know who's going to be on Raw. Exactly. Right now, Roman Reigns is on SmackDown, so you can't assume it's going to be him. Uh, Daniel Bryan is on SmackDown, so you can't assume it's going to be him. We have AJ Styles. Are we going to have an as a United States a, champ? Yes, he can easily jump up into the Universal Title scene. Mm -hmm. uh, could we have someone that we aren't expecting? Could Ali be drafted to Raw and get put in that? Could Andrade? I hope you say Alistair Black next, yeah. because that's where I want it to go. But has 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 anyone knocked on his door lately? No, but what if I think he's stuck in his house. Someone needs to go knock on it or let him in. Or Poor guy is just he's stuck. Just sitting. He's stuck in his house. He can't open the door unless someone knocks. And he's like a vampire, like a reverse vampire. Uh, like with vampires, they you have to invite them in. Um, he just can't leave unless you come knock on his door. So there's a lot of questions that need to be answered with this draft, and I think it is next week. Yes. We talked about this, right? It's either next week or the week after. Yes. But it's coming up, and this sets the stage going forward because it's a lot It's a lot of exciting stuff. We don't know where they're going to put Roman. I told you earlier that he's, he wasn't a mainstay tonight. They didn't really advertise him a lot. He was in a late match. He was in a lumberjack it match was, with Eric Rowan. Right, surrounded by the mid-carters. So... It's not a traditional look with him, but, I mean, Daniel Bryan's kind of in the same boat, and those are two top guys. So a lot, yes. a lot to be said over the next couple of weeks, especially for Raw and SmackDown, because the stages are set. Everything looks good on TV now. Production quality is amazing. Now we need to see who get to be the, the big names, because we need to start talking Survivor Series soon, and then the Rumble. We're not far mm -hmm. from that. And with all of this going on in WWE, we also have all the intrigue of AEW, mm -hmm. who's going to emerge as the big star there, who's going to be challenging for the title after Cody. You know, there's so many questions that we have that we didn't have a week or two ago. Yep. That now that everything has happened, we now have questions that we can ask we can look forward to, we can watch week in and week out to find the answers to. Right, and this is not so, a problem. I like that we have more questions right now than exactly. we have answers. And that's what makes wrestling so great. This is why right now is one of the best moments to be an American wrestling fan. And 
we have a lot of questions, and I'm sure you guys have a lot of questions, and we would like to know what all those wrestling questions are. We'd also like to know what you thought of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. Who had the best show this week? We gave our opinions. We want to know your opinions. And you can give us those opinions on Twitter, at C-A-E Wrestling. Also on Facebook, Collar and Elbow Wrestling. Uh, are you doing Instagram still? Or are you on the gram? Uh, every every uh, episode you ask me and I give the same answer. It's like, yeah, it's still out there, but not a lot of folks are on it anymore in our world. So I still have it. Yeah. You'll find me on the tweetogram. Yeah. Let us know what other social media platforms you guys, you guys use. Um, but thank you, as always, for joining us. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. And we do want to thank the guys from Powerslam TV for supporting the show. And we want to pass on to you guys, our listeners, the ability to go check out Powerslam TV and all of the content that they have on there. You heard well over 4,000 hours. It's very true with a lot of different promotions from all around the world, a lot of good stuff, a lot of classic stuff that goes back even years, decades really at this point. So go to powerslam.tv, sign up, use our code collar elbow free. That's collar elbow free. Use that. You're going to get a free month on that code. There's no hassles there. It's not, it's not a gimmick that they're pulling over on anybody. You can cancel that at any time. Check it out. Hopefully you'll like it. I've liked it. I'm supporting it. I recommend it. Go check it out.